Welcome to Melanin Rundown. It's your girl Tasha. And it's your girl Misha. And first and foremost, we want to say thank you for tuning in and we thank you for your continued support. Um, today's sponsors are sophisticatedbehavior.com and melaninrundown.com, nailbiz and AILBIZ, as well as Peace, Love, and Buttercream, which is ran by Charo Phipps in Las Vegas, Nevada. And don't forget, um, your children's clothing line with shapes and play dates. Yes. Anyhow, on today's rundown, um, <laughs> we'd like to talk about quite a few different things. Um, one thing I wanted to get into was uh, what song would describe your relationship? Whether it be a love song, a rap song, whatever. How, how would it... Uh, describe your current relationship and uh, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry no go ahead I'm sorry and what's your favorite dessert like what do you like to eat what's your favorite dessert that you uh, like to share with your mate or what dessert makes you happy Mm -hmm. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on was um, do you ever crave someone like crave someone's presence, not necessarily sexually, but just conversation, somebody's presence, um, somebody that makes you laugh when you're feeling down, um, things like that. So, um, Tasha, what's your, um, what love song or what song best describes your relationship? So the the love song or the song title that would best describe my relationship, um, would be cool by Anthony Hamilton basically and if you've ever listened to the song or listened to the lyrics you could basically if you cool I'm cool we cool so it's just a it's just what it is it's smooth it's natural and it's not forced basically Mm -hmm. what uh what song would describe your love life I like the song share by Eric Bellinger and the reason I like the song is because most of the time when I'm uh when I'm in a relationship it's um when I hear the song, I, I picture myself in, in my relationships. I like to, we share, we do everything together. Um, mm-hmm. We go out together, we party together, um, we go shopping together. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what you drinking on? Pass me that. Let's get drunk together. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. smoke this joint together. Like, it's so, a, it's, we, we, we have like- fun. Kinda so that's why like, I really cool. like If he's huh? cool, you cool. I said kind of someone like the Anthony Hamilton song. If you're cool, he's cool. You, you know, you like to share. He's a, you know, so it actually is. Cool. I didn't even Same think mind. about it. Mm-hmm. Same yes, concept. Yes, so, um, what, what's one of your favorite decisions <laughs> and your mate like to make together? Or what's, what's something that you got that, you know, both of us, we, we like strawberries. We like cheesecake. Sometimes we'll just go on a little date, go to the Cheesecake Factory and just hang out, chill out, and, you know, just have a little dessert or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big dessert person. I um I rarely eat sweets um for the most part. But one of my favorite desserts, if I'm going to order a dessert, and if they have it, is always going to be creme brulee with a little bit of raspberry. Um 
and that used to be every and now I don't eat it often but when mm-hmm. I do like I said well now especially now when I eat it it brings back a lot of memories of my sister because that was her favorite every time we would go out she would be like see if they have creme brulee on the menu and that used to just be her favorite and um mm-hmm. she's the one who introduced me to it and the first time I took a bite of it I fell in love um but 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 on a regular I really don't eat a lot of sweets mm-hmm. I like yeah um, it's like a it's like an occasional type of thing or you know I eat a lot of fruit I like fruit just fruit period you like fruit fruit with a little bit of tahini and lime on it and I'm good yes that's it right there Mm -hmm. Um, yes ma'am but anyway so what else we got going on um do you ever like crave somebody's presence somebody's touch somebody's conversation um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's, it's not that it's a crave, but it's something that that um it makes me feel calm, makes me feel at ease. Like for instance, um, and there's there's actually a few people that I can say that I do this with. I can you know you can call somebody up, and no matter what you're going through, this particular person can bring you down or bring you back to where you need to be. Right. And, and so yeah, I do. I do. I have actually have a, a few people that, at this point in my life, like I'm able to call. Like if something is you know escalating or something's going on, I myself will probably call them up, and and they, mm-hmm. they, they automatically know. They'll be like, "What's going on? What's wrong?" They they just know because sometimes you you don't have that connection with everybody. You can call somebody up. And all they do is talk about themselves and what's going on with them. And, and they won't even realize that something is going on because y'all don't have yeah. that connection. I have that. Yeah, there are certain people that you can only share certain mm-hmm. things with um, and who are open to, like you said, sometimes people go on and on about themselves or their situation. But then you have those people who love you enough to still listen because, mm-hmm. I mean, whether mm-hmm. you want to hear it or not and whether they going on and on about it, they have to get it out everybody needs an outlet regardless um it's just a matter of patience and and whether or not you just have patience to uh want to entertain that person or what they have going on um but i don't know that there's anybody's i don't know crave is such a different word for that um i don't know um, a lot of times I, I miss well, getting well, like, like for instance, um, children, they probably crave their parents. Of course. And like, of and like course. I said, it's they... not necessarily like a sexual type of thing, but it's just, you, you want to be connected or in contact with someone that makes you feel a certain type of way. Or like I said, that may make you calm, may bring you down. Right. Um, yeah, I know for for a fact, my youngest child, um, DJ, he's always, um, he always wants to be under me, touch me, even if, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if we're not doing anything or talking about anything, he'll come still climb in the bed with me and lay under me like he's mm-hmm. three or four years old. And sometimes we get irritated, like, you know, get off of me. I just got off work, but you got to mm-hmm, remember mm-hmm. them, your baby. You just got to. Yeah. You just got to go with the flow, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I miss getting my brother's insight on a lot of things. Um, when I talk to him, 
he's he's very intelligent and we we didn't talk for a long time but we just recently reconnected and um in talking to him i realized how much i really miss him and in his insight and and Mm -hmm. just yeah his point of view and yeah Uh uh-huh okay all right but that's pretty you know that is what it is you know what i have a question I thought about something the other day and um and it was let me see how should I word it it was basically like men I don't I don't remember how to word it when men are in a relationship and they're not ready to be they're they're they adore and that they're in love with but they're not necessarily ready to marry at that time so they'll end up letting the love of their lives slip away and then when they're finally ready to get married they'll just marry the person that's there because they're ready to get married how do you feel about that so, does so that make sense are those those are your personal thoughts because honestly with with the men that i've dealt with and you know most of the men that i know uh a man they won't get married until they're ready. And most of the time, they are going to marry the person that they, in my in my experience, I I don't know. I mean, it's just like, like you said, like sometimes with the universe, I don't know if they marry who they want to marry, if they marry that person because it's convenient. Like everybody has their own reasons, but one thing I do know is that a man, is, he just doesn't marry just because. So, like... You know what I'm saying? A, a woman can be pressuring. I'm ready to get married. I'm ready to get married. And a man is not going to get married until they're ready. Period. And I mean, that's not in all cases, but I, I've seen that happen a lot where... So when he gets married, when he's ready, it's that's, that just goes back to what I was saying. It, he's going to marry... When he's ready to get no, married, he's just going to marry God, God's timing, God's timing is just what it is. And you may feel a certain way about X, Y, Z or this and this and that, but that's not what God had for you, regardless of what you may think of to me, what you may think, what you may feel, your, your cards are played out. True. And I mean, maybe, maybe this is the reason why a lot of marriages fail because men feel like they're in this situation and they got to step up to the plate and they got to do this or they got to do that. And they're, and they're not really, in a place where out of pressure the person that they want to marry right right so i mean i don't know it's it's really a tricky situation but i would i would hope that a man or that anybody would marry the person that they really want to marry don't do it out of convenience don't do it because lust or you know what i mean don't i i mean i just don't really agree with that and then again again it's like growth and age and Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What there could be a difference with the man marrying at the age of eighteen opposed to a man that marries at the age of forty. I mean, it's just so many factors in that, but it's a really tricky thing and it's one of those things that you just I mean, I've been married before. Or mm-hmm. and the way that I did it, like you know how they say you don't ever have any real regrets in life. It's just they're all learning lessons and things like that. I mean Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of, I still kind. That's one thing in my life. Like it's a lot of things that I don't regret. I've done a lot of things, and and about ninety 
three percent of them I don't regret. But getting married to this one man, I wish I never did it before. Um, but at the same time, I do appreciate. I appreciate. It's like one of those things where I can't have my cake and eat it too. Like I appreciate what I learned from it, mm-hmm. but I wish I never. I wish I would have never gone there with him. Right. Right. And I and I can. I can dig it. I can understand it. It totally makes sense. And so, what was your reasoning behind the marriage? Did it did it feel right? Did it feel like it was something that you were supposed to do? Was it something that society wanted you to do? Honest, I feel like he and I, he and I were together on and off, back and forth since since before I even got out of high school. He was a little bit older than me, mm-hmm. um, and he have he hadn't he didn't have any children. Um, I had my first kid in high school when I was like 15, 16, and he was there for my oldest son. Um, he was there for me then we were together for a while. He showed me and taught me a lot of things like, I don't know if I can say this. Well, I don't know that. I don't know if I should be that deep, but he taught me a lot of things. Um, showed me how to do a lot of things and taught me a lot so, of things. So why, why do you regret it or you don't? Because I was young and with yeah. me being so young and him being a little bit older than me, I think I was a little bit naive. And like I oh, said, we were super in love. I think we taught both. I think we both taught each other a lot of things, but then we broke up and it was one of those things where we broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together. Um, when I had my daughter, he came back around and helped me raise my kids Mind you, I still hadn't given him any children. I didn't give him any kids until my 11-year-old. Mm. However, he was a very nasty oh. person. <laughs> uh, he was not nasty, but just mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, but was that abusive. something that, that hmm? was that something that had to do with things that he was going through, or is that just who he is? I honestly believe that that's just who he is. Mhm. So what uh, what made you continue to keep going back? Like what was why did you have the recycling To know? be honest, all the times that we broke up and got back together then he was never this he was never that mean and nasty person until we got married. Okay, got it. Got it. So so do you think people tend to marry someone and then they take ownership like I own you. You need to do what I say. That's you need pretty to do much it exactly as I how it went. That's exactly mm-hmm. how it went. And he knew that, you know, everybody suffers with a little bit. I'm not everybody, but what people, some people everybody, with, everybody suffer with depression or, or being sad or anxiety and things like that. And he would use that against me and play into that and make it worse instead of try to help oh me or make me feel better. He would, you know, so mm-hmm. that really made me hate him because he made a mockery out of mm-hmm. my, you know, and so, never... so what what have you done in your later years of adulthood? What have you done to to remedy that or to make that go away? Because like you said, that he was a part of your children's life. He is um, your last child's father. So how, how do you deal with that presently? As far as... Like, do, I, do you I, forgive I, him or do, have you just in oh, yourself, have I you just grown as a person to where it no longer even matters? No, I've totally forgiven him. I don't want to be friends with him. I don't. He's. I forgive him, and I and I and I and I can be cordial with him, and I respect him as my child's father. But to me, he's still a disgusting human being. 
no matter how many times he apologizes. I'm serious. He's like that's one of the not most nice. No, I'm. I mean, that's just how I feel. The yeah. things that he did to me just made me, you know. And like I they're, said, I'm right. They're, they're, but that's just one person that you just that, can't. That you just can't. You can forgive, mm-hmm. but you just can't forget, basically. Yeah, and I'm totally over it, but I just feel like he's just a disgusting human being. Okay, okay, and I, and I get that. So I um so my t- topic was I wanted to know what what would you consider a turnoff in a relationship? And again, um. All questions are pretty much general, whether it's an intimate relationship or a friendship that you have with someone. Um, just basically like a, a general topic, not necessarily an intimate relationship. What would you consider a turnoff in a relationship? A turnoff to me in a relationship is laziness. Mm-hmm. Like not necessarily not having what type of job you got or not having a job, but just not having any ambition. Or mm-hmm. just just being mediocre, just just so, so going do you through think, life melancholy. Do you think that everybody has like levels? Like you know, they say there's there's levels to this shit. Like people grow and they elevate on different levels. So they do, but there are some people who are just cool with being stagnant. Right, right. And I agree. And so a turn off to me in a relationship would be someone that's selfish, or um basically like selfish and unable to compromise like going hand in hand and like you know to me I think everybody has a little I think everybody has a little bit of selfishness in them but there's there's levels to it there's like um like I said you could have this friend or this person that you can call up and, and the whole conversation is about what's going on with them and never in that conversation will they say well what's going on with you mm like, I mean, not necessarily, I mean, to me, it's like a one-sided friendship, or we talked about this before, where you have this friend where I'm always calling you, I'm always making sure you okay, yes. I'm calling, hey, how you doing, what's going on with you, but if, if I don't make this call, we don't necessarily connect. To me, I mean, I, I don't really, I'm not interested in a friend like that, and sometimes you could say, well, you know what, she's busy, she's going through this, she just lost a child, she just lost a mother, whatever, but at the same time, and like I told you, I can't expect everybody to be like me because it only takes a second to make a call. And everybody that means anything to me, whether it's a text message or inbox or whatever, I'm yes. always going to go that extra mile. What's going on? And we may not even carry on a, a full conversation, but I still reach out to you True. just to let you know that I'm here. Or, you know what I'm saying? That I, I am available in the need, in the you need me. And, and so... With me, like I said, selfishness is just not, that's a total turn off to me in a relationship. And I, I just, I don't, I, I agree with that, that I want to be bothered with at this age. I agree with that aspect of it wholeheartedly. I do. Um, and that's and where you, the turn off comes you know, in. Um, I just, have you ever met some people that they want to be in the in crowd and they, they just have to be, you know, mm-hmm. on the go or with this certain group of people and, if you're not on that same pace, they kind of like leave you in the dirt. Like, oh, you're not coming. Okay, see you later. Like shit, like that is just to me. That's yeah, just and lame those shit. Like they trying to those people that they trying to run with don't even necessarily have their best interest at heart. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, I don't know, unable to compromise and being selfish to me. Those are two things that I will not tolerate in a, in a relationship, intimately or just a regular old. 
situation. Friendship, yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. Likewise. Like, like, like the support thing. I support you. I'm always here for you. I'm doing everything. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm whatever it is, and that's I expect true. the same thing in return. Period. Oh, definitely. And, and, and I never. What it is. That you're one of the few people in my life that I never doubt that that that's that's an exchange that we have. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, anybody that that I'm really genuinely close to, I don't care. Even if I if I don't reach out to you, it could be two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Nine out of ten, they gonna say that I reached out to them and say, "Hey, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Haven't heard from you, but I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste any of my energy because my energy can go towards something better or something that's gonna come back to me. Right. So, so going forward, my time will be invested in those that are invested in me. And I mean, I really don't care who it is, how they feel. I mean, I'm just, I'm on another level. I'm just, I'm not with it. I understand that that's, that just, that's, that's a part of our growth that we talked about what you will and mm-hmm. what you won't accept in your, in and, your and, current walk. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What, um, I had another question, um, have you ever had a broken heart? Oh my gosh, yes. And what, so what, like, when you experienced that, what exactly took place? Like, how did you feel? What did it take out of you? What did it change? Like, um, how how did it affect you? Person or, you know, your atmosphere? You know what? It It's weird, and this might sound corny, as a whole, it um, it made me look at myself and mm-hmm. made me want to, um, it, it gave me the opportunity to take some time. You know, when, you, when if it, it seemed like once my heart was broken and, mm-hmm. and it's all taped up and you have to tape it up and put it back together, I'm a little more careful with it now because it's already been broken. So if I drop like a glass, if you drop it this time, it's going to be kind of hard to put back together. Mm-hmm. So did you have the heartbreak at a, at I'm sorry? a younger age? You had, did, was your heartbreak at your younger age or at your um, older age? Like when exactly did it take place? I've had my heart broken a few times, but as of recent, um, you know, within the last past few years. So what? what's considered... A broken heart, or what? Just like how, I, you know, I was, in, I was in, a long, I was in a very, I was in a relationship for a long time, um, and and the way we split up, it we probably could have remedied it a little bit different. However, um, I just I thought that this was I thought I thought regardless of whatever the circumstances were, I thought that that's who I I planned on spending the rest of my life with this person, and I think he did as well. But um, I just after him, it was that was it. I didn't I didn't want to be with nobody else. Like I, that was it. That was that mm-hmm. was him. And when I realized that that wasn't gonna be it, um, like I said, my heart was broken, and it took me probably up until now mm-hmm. within the within the last probably few months to that to realize. I mean, I even tried to move on. 
and you know how they say the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody uh-huh. else. I even tried that and that didn't work. And and I realized uh-huh. that that didn't work because I wasn't completely healed. Exactly. And so well, now I, I had a, um, so now what? I'm sorry. Now I'm just a little more careful. Um, I, cause I know me and I know that I'm a fool for love and I will, I don't necessarily chase men, somebody or find somebody that I really like I want to hold on to them and and so mm-hmm. I want to figure out everything about what it might take to make it you know what I'm saying right or you know yeah exactly so. I get it um I had my heart I had my heart broken at a very young age and so not necessarily really young but I don't know after that I had a real hard time like opening up to anybody. And again, it comes with growth. And then so my grandmother would always say, make sure you find a man that loves you more than you love him because men are not on the same level. And when I tell you it really does work, it really does work because men, they may not want to admit it, but they're like a little bit slower to expressing their feelings and to, you know what I'm saying? Like we just jump out there and we just jump right into it. And a man may not never really feel mm-hmm. unless it, unless you know what I'm saying some men are able to express themselves but most of them they're they not going to do it until they like all the way in all the way in or until it's too late mm-hmm. over the last couple of years or actually probably like over the last 10 years I, I've been able to to give myself to give all of myself and I put up a wall and I put up a shield and just pretty much say you know what whatever God has in store for me this is what I'm going to take this is what I'm going to accept and and I can't be afraid to love and to be me and to give 100% because if I do I'm not I'm not going to get it back in return mm-hmm. so that that's that's one thing that I've learned to to be me to always love the way that I need to love and and don't really worry about you know what I'm saying of course don't be stupid and and just love somebody that has doesn't Don't have love your you back. But I'm gonna put in 100% in anything and everybody that's that I'm involved with. Period. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and and a lot of people don't do that. Some people are opportunists. Some people, I mean, people have so many different motives. It's just like, damn, why, why me? Why go do that to somebody else? Or you know what I'm saying? It's just it's don't just play so, with me. Yeah. So many things that comes with love. It is, and that's that's even in shit. Your regular, like your friendships and who you choose mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. share your secrets with, and things like that. Like I don't deal with a exactly. whole lot of people. I don't, I don't spend my. So, I think I, do you have do you have the same your same friends that you had um, when you were a child, or like you know growing up, or absolutely not. Maybe two. Maybe anybody two. So else like, that I, I deal I with have, is a relative. Um, I have Erica. Keisha and Tara Lynn and I mean um, you know Angie Ray Daria but there's a few that I know for sure doesn't matter what the situation I don't is. know that I would necessarily call certain people friends I have people mm-hmm. acquaintances um, but I don't have people that like I said I, I might talk to you two three times a day mm-hmm. even if mm-hmm. it ain't about nothing um, you Outside of you and maybe a, a, maybe two or three of my homeboys that I might talk to two, three, four times a day, like 
other than that, I don't. Yeah. And then again, that's with that growth thing because, you know, when you little, when you younger, you can sit on the phone five, six, seven, eight hours, go to sleep on the phone, all that. Now it's like it's not even a requirement. Like I said, I'm, I'll send y'all, I'll make a call. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because I know that the it's a mutual, you know what I'm saying? It's a re- mutual relationship and it's a respectful relationship. But again, you you can't have that with everybody. You no, can't have these. You, can't. you got these jealous friends, these jealous people, people that don't don't really have your best interest, and they'll say, you know what, I love you. I okay, really, do you? Or do you love the fact that you know what I'm saying? That is that we've been friends for so long, or you know what I'm saying? Like people get comfortable, basically. Yeah. Same thing in relationships. So what? Um, Barry had a topic. What? What was Barry asking on the live? I remember he had a topic. I can't remember what exactly it was that he asked. He said, uh, "What would you do different in your now relation? What would you do different in your present a, relationship? A, no, in a, in a past relationship that you oh, don't in a have past anymore. Oh, what okay. would you have done differently? And and that's the same thing that that goes with with growth. Um, because I'm to anybody that I, I've and I'm not even just saying this that I've ever been with. I've I've always been." really good to him I, I mean you know what before you move further I hate I'm sorry to cut you off but I just want to throw this in there shout out to even though our live didn't go <laughs> as successful as planned we got a little distracted but shout out to the men that were commenting on topics on that live mm-hmm. it's very rare that men will open up yes. and open yes. up a dialogue about certain things and all of the comments that we received on that live were from men mm-hmm. who wanted to open up a dialogue and open up their heart and talk about and talk about stuff like that is so rare i rare you rarely get a man who wants to open up and right. talk who, about who wants to participate and i just not just sit back and listen that they actually want to participate or be goofy yeah and it was all men who who had questions yeah. and i just thought that was so awesome so shout out to Barry shout out to Moochie Shout out to Sean. These and these are three people that I didn't expect. Like mm-hmm. oh, especially not especially Moochie. <laughs> especially Moochie, right. But these, you know, it's like I wasn't it's like they were waiting. Like they already yeah. had these questions ready. So I appreciate y'all and uh thank y'all for um for tuning in and, and being being interactive with us. But anyway, okay, finish saying what you were saying. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just had to get that out there. I thought that was, you know, wanted to participate. Mm -hmm. So we were on um, Barry's topic of what would you do differently in a past relationship? And I mean, that's pretty, I mean, not necessarily what would you do because I don't know. I I guess what I would do is probably communicate a little bit better. Um, If I don't get my way, I just, I don't want to be bothered. And that, that, that was me back in the day in the past. And so sometimes people will cater to you or give you your way or let you do what you want to do, even if it ain't right. And then what's the solution? Mm-hmm. What, what do you get out of it? Because you all, you're always getting your way. So you, you know what I'm saying? So um, in my current relationship at the beginning, I would do the same thing. If it didn't go my way, I, it was a wrap. 
And so what I've learned is, and that's what I said, the it's to compromise. Mm-hmm. I, I told you, I told you about a situation where there was a, a family member that that I don't really care for, but I always compromise, and I would still, you know, join in and do whatever it is because, like I said, this is his family member. So if he's having an event or he wants to do something, I'm supporting it, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm compromising. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. over the last, I guess the last six, seven, eight months, I, I decided that I'm no longer going to compromise. There's no reason for me to engage in anything that makes me feel uncomfortable. And and I don't expect for anybody else to do the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't this is just that's the way for where, you. Yeah, I don't want to put you in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, and and I don't want you to put me in one. And it, it should never be discussed. If we feel uncomfortable. Let's just not do it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that that could be selfish, but at the same time, if, like, for instance, with the family member, you could go be with your family member, and I don't have to be involved. You know but if, as I mean, your mate, it, it, it ain't like they, they're not going on no, not going on no trip, they ain't doing nothing. This, this, your, this your people, go go hang out with your people, know what you need to do, be respectful, Just don't bring whatever. them around me. And, yeah. Just, just respect the, my feelings and my thoughts. And like I said, I'm not going to put you in no compromising situation or a situation that makes you feel uncomfortable, period. And as your mate, they shouldn't want you to feel uncomfortable. It should be all about what's making you comfortable. And if you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. whether they understand it or not, it must be a thing. So let me just let her have that like you have to. Mm-hmm. You can't force mm-hmm. me to be uncomfortable. Um, For me, I don't know that there's anything that I would, I mean, I don't know that it matters whether I changed anything in a past relationship or not, because what God has for you is for you. And it ended for a reason. So even if you did something different, that relationship, it might've ended in a different way. That relationship apparently just wasn't for you. I don't think there's anything you could do or not do to save it. If it ain't for you, God, go take it away. If, if you know what I mean? There you go. Mm-hmm. I, I so, definitely agree. I definitely agree. Currently, I mean, um, I can't say anything currently because I'm not, I'm not technically in a relationship right now. So, so there's nothing you would change currently, or is there anything that that you're gonna take into your next relationship, um, or is there anything that you're gonna be mindful of when you go into your next relationship? I have to I have to understand one thing that I'm learning um, that I need to understand is that just because you're in a relationship with somebody it doesn't mean that they're gonna like everything you everything you do like Mm -hmm. just because you said it or did it and y'all in a relationship I have to understand that people have their own personal likes and dislikes just because they like or dislike something doesn't mean that they don't necessarily want to be with you. It just means that they like or dislike something. And it's one of those things where you have to agree to disagree. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, and that that's all with, you know, getting to know a person and finding out, you know, things that they like or that they don't like. And uh, we disagree doesn't necessarily mean that what I say or what you say is the wrong thing or that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, these are just my thoughts. And at the same time, it goes with respect. Respect my thoughts. I respect your thoughts, period. Right. 
So anyways, I mean, that is what we had. That's today's topics on the rundown. Again, our sponsors are SophisticatedBehavior.com, MelaninRundown.com, Milkshakes and play dates for the children's clothing. <laughs> Moochie is crazy. As well mm-hmm. as Peace, Love, and Buttercream, which is by Charo in Las Vegas, Nevada, and Nail Biz in Las Vegas, Nevada. And again, I want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Um, and again, our live didn't go as planned, but we'll get it together. So, like I said, support us or don't, because we got who we need, and God is going to bring us who we need. And just what it is. You got anything to say, Misha? Nope. I just want to say once again, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for your support. Um, It's going to get better as we go along. Um, Hopefully we get this live thing down packed where we're not distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, However, like I said, I do appreciate everybody listening, watching, um, tuning in, and just wanting to be interactive. Uh, thank you.